Fin Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, wrap your heads around this. Five days from now, the daylight will start hanging around a little bit longer. The march to spring will be underway, but still plenty of great hunting opportunities await us. Let's get to a, a couple of things first before we um, hit the pheasant and quail stocking numbers. Again, the stocking resumes this week. There's still plenty of deer hunting opportunities uh, going on. Winter bow season is going to kick off um, January 1st. Okay, NOAA Fisheries has proposed this uh, North Atlantic right whale vessel strike reduction rule. Okay, basically keeping... Uh, boats 35 feet and greater to a 10 knot speed zone out to 20 nautical miles. I think it's going to last what, six or seven months out of the year. Knee jerk reaction and jerk is the operative word here. Again, there's a one in a million chance, less than one in a million chance of uh, vessels of size striking uh, right whales. Go to the uh, Recreational Fishing Alliance website and read all about it. There's a letter there posted to send out uh, to your uh, congressman. Just absolutely asinine. Like, where do these people come from? Who came up with this? Obviously, they know nothing about the sport fishing vessels, boating in general. I mean, 10 miles an hour out to 20 nautical miles, 10 knot speed. So, I mean, who, again, came up with this behind closed doors? Again, go to the RFA for all the information on that. And now uh, this coming Monday... At 3 p.m., the New Jersey full Senate is scheduled to vote on A4769, the Senate version, S3214. It's called the carry killer legislation. Again, the right to carry. They're doing everything in the state government. Thank you, Governor Phil Murphy and all the and all Democrats. It's all Democrats. It's all Democrats. There, I said it. <laughs> to uh, to just, no, you're not going to be allowed to carry. Uh, here's some of the things that the provisions they put in in this bill. Ban carrying common public places by labeling them as sensitive places. Parks, beaches, restaurants, theaters, stadiums, arenas, and many other uh, (laughs) common places. Ban carrying inside one's own car. Don't forget, Supreme Court ruled, right to carry, okay. Ban carry at public gatherings. Ban carry on all private property automatically unless the property owner specifically posts notices specifically allowing it. Okay. Significantly increased fees for purchaser credentials and carry permits, discriminating against low-income citizens. Oh, no one wants to mention that. Mandate liability insurance, if it's even going to be available as a precondition to exercising carry rights. Mandate new training requirement beyond the already difficult one. I'll tell you, that, that training thing, that qualifying is a biatch, one that has existed for many decades. Use past online posts as grounds to deny purchase and carry permits. Allow denial of permits based on purely subjective factors like someone's temperament and character. Okay, uh, you can go to the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. Go to their site. They have a letter in there that you send to your comments. Do it this weekend. It's gonna, this thing's going to pass. It's going to pass. I mean, every Democrat is, is anti-carry. We know that. Anti-Second Amendment for the most part. So we'll go from there. Let's get to those stocking numbers. Before we get uh, to the rest of the show, on Tuesday the 20th and on Thursday the 22nd, these numbers are for both days. Kyers Mills will get 200 ringnecks each both days. This is all about pheasants. Howardsville, 50 and 50. Manahawken, 50 and 50. Medford, 80 and 80. Stafford Forge, 160, 160. Dix, 130, 130. Uh, Heiserville, 100 both days. Mad Horse uh, is going to get 90 and 90. Oh, Heiserville is going to get 50 both days. 
Millville 340. That is the workhorse of the ring next. Nantucket 110, 110. Port 50 and 50. It's Port Republic. Tuckahoe 110, 110. And Windsor 140 and 140. For the Bob Whites, this Tuesday the 20th, Greenwood and Pease are going to get 260 each. And on Thursday, they're going to get 400 each. Is your Christmas shopping done yet, man? Still time. Still time to get some, uh, some of those stocking stuffers in. What we did is we made a stop over at Batteries Plus right here in Northfield, the plaza, right there. What's that? Sweet three. And got, oh man, got our stuff for our trail cams. Had to get some new batteries in there. The, uh, the ones we had were just like sort of just absolutely running out of steam. Like these, my lovely Dean Marie's. These things aren't lasting. These things aren't like stop and saw Scott Spencer over there. He's a Tom P. This is what you need. The Duracell Pro Cell. Don't get the lithiums for the cold weather. They just die. Duracell Pro Cell, made for long life, high octane batteries. Your trail cancer, that's your winter boat coming up, man. That is what to get. And you go in there, you will get a 50% discount when you mention Rack and Fin Radio. Okay, grab that cup, grab that rebel. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio, jam show, jam show. Ho ho. Just think, five days. Daylight hangs out a little longer. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We're going to do a little uh, revisit here. In about uh, three and a half weeks, the Archery Trade Association, the trade show, is going to be uh, going on at the Indiana Convention Center in Indianapolis. Uh, I may be making the run down. I had a call the other night. Invite is there. I'm really I'll tell you, fired up for this. Now, we have winter bow season come out. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Winter bow, archery trade show. I'm really keyed in uh, from what I'm hearing uh, from people up there in Kitchener, Ontario, Excalibur. Yes, the recurve crossbow. I'm a I'm a fan of the recurve crossbow for the simple reason the string goes bad. It's easy to change. You don't have to be an engineer. Speaking of engineers, we have a, a revisit here because I've seen how devastating uh, this one particular of two heads can be. I hope to be hunting with the other head this winter bow season. We had uh, this gentleman on about a month, month and a half ago, Kenny Ingringhausen. He is the owner, CEO of Fire in the Hole. Two extremely, un- or one extremely unorthodox, another one looks standard, but it has a really unique feature to it, broadheads that are, are still getting questioned. Their their lethality is, is not being questioned. It's just, frankly, well, the people I talk to, and I, I've showed people, sent them, sent Kenny a check, sent me some samples, we've used them. It's just the um, the looks of the one in particular, the slang blade. And this thing is absolutely devastating. And here's the best part, the design. It's basically a full fail, rather fail-proof trigger for a mechanical head. I don't know any other manufacturer that can make that claim. Uh, okay, I think, I, got, I think we got him out of a tree stand. He's on Rack and Fin Radio. A revisit, just again, with, with winter bow season coming up. Uh, you can go online, you check out these heads. Kenny, thanks for joining us. I know we do the new product review, but saw the lethality of that slang blade. Now you have also the C4, which we can get into briefly, but again, this, this, the, there's mixed reaction from my end, all the bow hunters I talked to about the slang blade. One, uh, person said, man, it looks like Edward's scissor hands. But when you explain how lethal yeah. it is and when they look at, at your videos, this thing is a, is a game changer, but, 
I mean, getting traction here in the Northeast of New Jersey has been a little tough, but that you have a fail-proof trigger for the mechanical, you know, aspect of this makes it a no-brainer. Right. Yeah, it, it, it's designed to where it, it won't fail whenever it hits the animal. Uh, you know, I just ask everybody, um, in order to get to a larger broadhead and stuff, it has to look different. Because if, if someone was able to make a four-inch broadhead before me, they would have already done it. Mm-hmm. Now, here's, here's my concept. What does a feral do in, 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 on a broadhead design that pertains to killing a deer? Answer, absolutely nothing. All it carries is a point mm-hmm. so that we can enter the deer. Everyone always concentrates on their feral and, you know, making it stout and making it do all that stuff. Okay, so what I did was I went backwards. I decided to take a feral, which is basically a half inch. It, it looks like a field point. I put two pocket knife blades. That's how big and thick they are. Screwed them in there and set them up in an angle to where they had to open whenever they hit the deer. It's really that simple. Now, it works on a completely different mechanism. Um, My customers call it a reverse scissors. Think about a pair of scissors. Okay, open it up just a little bit to where it's open. So when this broadhead goes in, just take your handles and spread it out. That's how it works. It works on friction um, and the angles of the blade. Make it trigger. Mm one of the things everybody knows that uh, a mechanical has an issue with, uh, well, a lot of the designs that mechanicals have an issue with, is hard quartering shots. Right, I was just going to mention that. My, yeah. yeah, that's why my blades are cut on contact. As soon as the point, I have actually, someone's like, well, you don't have a point on your broadhead. Yes, I do. I have two of them. They're both on the, on the blades. Right. The blades do everything on any design broadhead, any design broadhead. Blades is what kills your animal. So why not make them as big and tough and and uh, durable as you can possibly make them and make them as big and wide as they can be? Because the idea is to make the damage on the animal. <clears throat> you know, I get a lot of people that, that look at this design and they start asking all kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I did. Like I did when we first on a phone, yeah, on a phone like, for like over an hour. And, and I've used them all. Well, not all of them, but pretty much. And like, I said, how does this – it looks – Ingrenhausen, it looks too simple to work, but people, it works. Yeah. And it flies like a friggin' field point, like a dart. Yeah. It, it's it's very simple. I wanted to make it very simple to where there wasn't any of this, you know, this goes over here, that thing goes there, this slides over there, this goes over. You know, you don't need all that stuff. Just use a simple trigger mechanism. As soon as it hits the animal, it stabs in, guys. It doesn't cut in. It stabs in. If you take a knife and next time you're cutting up meat or doing your deer or whatever, take a blade and turn it sideways and try to push it into the meat. That's what all the other broadheads do. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, take that same knife, put it between your forefinger and your index, or your thumb and your index finger, and push it into the meat. Watch it go to the side. That's exactly what my broadhead does. It's set up on friction. It's only seven. It's only seven eighths of an inch when it's flying through the air. And right when it, it when, has, it, when it exits, when it exits, listeners is out. So yeah, that's four and inches. And it actually opens. Right. Yes, and that's where that's where everyone has the problem. Like, oh, four inch broadhead. As soon as you say that, the brain starts not being able to compute what I'm talking about. It's like what four four inches? What who? He, 
Listen, he said that he said that for my benefit. Okay, <laughs> well, just just think of it as a seven eighth inch broadhead, and when it gets to the deer, it explodes into four inches. That's mm-hmm. what it does. That's why we call the broadhead company firing the hole. Well, Ken, another thing too was uh, a couple of people questioned the, uh, the the strength of the blades. I took one. I said, "Here, try to bend this." They they in a yeah. package they look this deceivingly thin, but of course they get the job. I mean, hogs. White tails, mule deer, oh, even right. elk. With this, I mean it, the 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 words out. They're there. It's just again. Um, I just had a question. The looks of it is what seems to be the stumbling. Well, you're marketing. You guys are handling that and doing a good job. What? But it's just it's so simple. How can that work? Is what it comes down to. Right. Yeah. It, it, everyone always goes on their past experiences with other broadheads and 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 what has happened to them and other broadheads. Please don't do that with mine. It sets on a completely different set of principles. If you're gonna, if you had another broadhead that you like, but it broke blades, and you think mine's gonna break blades, stop. Mm-hmm. It's not. You're not gonna break my blades. If, if you've had another one that doesn't shoot accurately, <laughs> mind. I'm a bow hunter just like you guys, mm-hmm. right? I am not gonna put out a product that has that doesn't shoot right. That doesn't work like it's supposed to, because I'm not going to do that to fellow bow hunters. Plus, Kenny, your, your you engineering know, it, your engineering background uh, paved the way on this, and you put years, as you told me, years into this development, and uh, and you look at it and you say, listen, you're going to look at it and you're going to say, wow. Go online. We'll, we'll give you the, the website later. But, again, it's uh, – it's, and again, look at the videos. It's a, it's, a, it's a very devastating head. It just takes a little while to get used to, looks-wise, mm-hmm. so – it looks wild, but it but it operates on a different set of principles than your normal broadheads. That's it. That's why it looks different because it performs differently. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that deer didn't that, go. That deer didn't go oh, fifteen, eighteen yards, maybe, maybe. Right, and that was it. That's the magic of it. If you if you guys are using a two inch mechanical out there, and it went seventy yards, cut it in half. That's what you're doing. Cut cut this. Cut the range in half. Yeah, John Salon is, excuse me, Kenny Ingrenhausen. He is the, uh, owner and inventor, uh, fire in the hole. This, we're talking about the slang blade. Again, we're up, uh, getting up against a breaker. I just want to mention too, your other, it's a devastating in a different way. C4, uh, fixed blade with a ring listeners mid, midway right. around the blade that is actually a blade in and of itself. In addition to the, right. the three fixed blades. Punches a one inch hole. Can I saw guts? Everything mm-hmm. came. Everything came out of that hole, little brother. Right. Like, everything whew! comes out. Snot, yep. lungs. Kid. I mean, whew! everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Pieces every- of the bone, hair, uh, fat. Yeah, lungs. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a one inch, like you said, a one inch fixed blade with a cutting ring two thirds of the way back. Cuts a one inch hole. Um, it's my most popular broadhead for crossbows. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys dig it because it it just it blows a hole right through your deer. And when you put a one inch hole, not slices, a hole, they don't go anywhere. Right. Well, the, they, sl- they the, just, uh, the slang worked exceptionally out of, out of a, a crossbow. So listen, it's called fire in the hole. Uh, Ken, so again, I'm going to try to, well, the plans are in motion right now to get to that uh, ATA show. But I know you, you do shows, obviously, you know, consumer shows around, around the country. I'm just, um, I'm just waiting for this to really take hold here in the Northeast. Let's just, I don't know, bow hunters, it's unorthodox. And I said to one guy, great, good. I don't have friends. Can I have enemies and acquaintances? Not good acquaintance, <laughs> experienced bow hunter and all, but I said, what do you use? I use this head. 
What were you using before that? Oh, well, why'd you train that? Well, I, I, you know, I wanted something different, something better. It's performance better. Look at this. What is that? Slang with. What is that? What did that say? You want to try it? Uh, no. Why not? I said it, it's going to perform better. Look at this four-inch. Uh-huh. And right there, people dig in their heels. I'm surprised that with all the innovations, uh, some repetitive naturally, you know, in the archery uh, archery industry, you know, sense and call, whatever, that there's a, there's a, at least in particular with this product, there's a hesitancy to try something new. Right. And that's what I, I just don't understand it. I mean, you're comfortable well, with what you use, fine. For years, I used wasps. Thunderhead, you know, way, mm-hmm. that's how old I am, you know, way bare razorhead. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, believe it, open, the, the mind is like a parachute. It only works when it's open. Okay. Yeah. And this, yeah. this can be, um, the C4 listers and the slang blade. Can I give that, give that website, please, or Facebook? What do you got? Fire in the hole. F I R E N, take the I out of the N, F I R E N T H E H O L E dot com. Listen, winter bow season's coming up January, a couple of weeks, January 1st till uh, the end of the month, January 3rd. The Slang Blade, the C4, those who prefer the fixed uh, broadheads, the, the C4 with the cutting, I call it the cutting ring. Mid-body, it's a, right. again, a blade in a blade. It's And and the right. Slang Blade, you, you'll be uh, you'll be surprised. We, you know, we have the one, boom, little five-pointer. Hey, public land deer. Hey, hey, no problem. Oof, didn't yeah. go far. Kenny, didn't go far. Right. And it was, uh, it lived up to what you said. So, let's just try something new. One more time with that site, Ken. F-I-R-E-N-T-H-E-H-O-L-E.com. Is, is there a phone contact? Yes, yeah, 618-535-1368. And again, guys, I'm a bow hunter like you. I'll answer the phone talk to you all day long about bow hunting. Yeah, but me and Kenny on the phone, people, it was crazy. It was just crazy. But he got, he finally got my check on time and then credit card on time. We're wondering, hey, where's the stuff? Hey, we got it. Okay. Listen again, everything is paid for. We don't, don't free. This, this is the real deal. Ken, uh, we're going to keep you posted on our, on our winter bow activity and, uh, send you the images and let you know. But listen, the slang blade and the C4, they, uh, they're, they're, they're different and they, they get the job done. Can you take care? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. Hey, hey, anyone at ATA you want me to say hello to? Hey man, why aren't you carrying a slang blade? Oh yeah, I'll be doing that. Don't be, don't yeah. be, don't be kicking my ass out. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, I'll see you over there. Take care, brother. You'll be good. All right, see ya. Again, a product redo. You had to revisit it. This again, it's it's uh, something new. The slang blade and the C four fire in the hole. Check it out. Grab that cup. Grab that rebel. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio, Winter Bow, coming up. Hey, man, we still have uh, Permit Muzzleloader, Permit Shotgun in a bunch of zones, Permit Bow going in a bunch of zones, DMZ, 789, whatever. Um, but just watch those antler point uh, antler point restrictions. Thank God the driving is over. I tell you, man, I, more so this year than any other time. I've been with this guy here to South Jersey in 89. Got familiar. I hunted with some of the clubs. It was fine. Some of the habitat you know, could only drive. Man, people are down on these drives on public land. Hey, you have private land, drive your asses off, knock yourself out. But the orange armies all over these state parks, state forests, and wildlife management areas, man, there are some short tempers out there. Just what I observed. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. 
So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose, heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's talk station healthy life we're town square media and along with the awesome radio station you're listening to right now we're publishers of best-in-class national entertainment brands like taste of country pop crush and more and when combined with our local brands we can reach over 70 percent of consumers in our community at town square all this digital cloud puts us in a unique position to help local businesses grow with powerful marketing solutions in addition to local radio we're experts at web design and seo Plus, targetable advertising solutions like streaming TV, addressable geofencing, YouTube, Snapchat, Facebook, Spotify, search engine marketing, and so much more. That may sound like a lot of buzzwords, but really, all that matters is we can deliver a relevant and ideal target audience to your business with data-informed decisions. No guessing, no waste, and you gain a trusted marketing partner with Town Square Media. Take your business to the next level. Call our director of sales, Jim McLean today at 609-910-5247. Today, one in five working-age Americans has a mental health condition. People in all types of jobs and at all levels. And the key to helping us succeed is a supportive and inclusive workplace. All of us have a role to play in making that happen. So what can I do to help? As a CEO, I can set the tone for supportive culture. As a manager, I can offer assistance and accommodations. As a coworker, I can listen and be a source of support to my colleagues. As someone with a mental health condition, I can ask for what I need to perform my best. I can offer all employees the supports they need to deliver on the job. For the team and for the business. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I can remind others that we all benefit from workplaces that promote good mental health. Mental health-friendly workplaces are more important than ever. And all of us have a role to play in promoting them. Learn more at whatcanyoudocampaign.org. My dad, he's a double amputee. And uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To be a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for our troops built this house, and it's basically made for him. My dad can get through the wide doorways. When he is making our lunch, he can reach anything we need. He'll help me build tiny projects. Life is good here. Without Homes for our troops, we'd be living in a home that didn't have all these features that helped him. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. If they get a new house like this one, it'll help them, like, do normal life. My dad's not just a hero. He's my hero. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. 
good, healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are a few of the things many of us take for granted. Yet for many United States military veterans, finding and affording oral health care is a challenge. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. Will you volunteer to help people like Richard, a U.S. Naval veteran who suffered severe PTSD after his service? He was left homeless for a period of time, and his oral and overall health are suffering. Because of congressional limitations, the VA can't provide the dental help he needs. Through our Will You See One Vet program, we focus on helping U.S. military veterans like Richard. Now we are seeking more general dentists and specialists to donate treatment to at least one veteran with special needs. When you volunteer with DLN's program to see one vet, we handle the details so you can focus on the care. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message and help us make a difference in the life of a veteran in need. Visit WillYouSeeOneVet.org to learn more. That's WillYouSeeOneVet.org. Hi, I'm Barbara, and I work for social services. On our lobby wall, there's a picture of this kid I used to work with. She's all of 17 years old, and she's on one of those missing posters. Unfortunately, that happens to a lot of our kids who don't have somebody to step up for them. They stay in foster care for years, they aren't adopted, and they age out. They either wind up in jail, or they live on the streets. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption works every day to find safe, permanent homes for children at risk of aging out of foster care before it's too late. I adopted two teenagers from foster care. Their outlook on life changed. If I can do a little bit to help, it's worth it. You can help too. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. I'm William Shatner. I've been around a long time, but I'm truly humbled when I see the real battles our brave, paralyzed veterans have faced defending our freedom and when they come home. I had just come home from serving over in Germany. Next thing I know, it was three weeks later. I was paralyzed. While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open. I broke my neck. It left me paralyzed for the rest of my life. I was on a routine patrol, and uh, we were in the desert of Kuwait, and the vehicle flipped and landed on top of me, which uh, left me paralyzed from the waist down. Okay, folks, this, this, this is heroism. That's why I'm proud to support Paralyzed Veterans of America, because they've kept their promise to never leave a fallen soldier behind. A roof over the heads, accessible homes, cars, jobs, benefits. PVA has brought me back to life. Show them their sacrifice hasn't been in vain. Go to pva.org to learn how you can make a difference. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we go. Look out below. Back inside Rack and Fin Radio to meet Tom P. Weekend of December 17th and 18th. Okay, there are still bass out there, a.k.a. stripers out there. Ugly weather, ugly seas. They're on the move. Uh Problem is you couldn't really, you know, get a chance to get out there and get them. Now, there's still some fish in the bay. People say, Tom P., they move out of the bay. 
No, no, that's why the that's why the Back Bay waters are closed as of starting January 1st. But it was a one hell epic, uh, whatever you want to call it, striper run this fall coming down the coast. Big fish, again, had to be released, uh, had to be released. Some unders, uh, again, released. Good flush of fish now from the, I guess, uh, bonus tag size up to that just under 38 inch in them. Time to talk stripers. Time to talk striper cookery. A few months ago, a very serendipitous meeting at a tackle shop on Route 9. Ran into a gentleman. He had his executive shirt, uh, chef shirt on. Chef Tony. Chef Tony Salzarulo. He was the executive chef at the College of New Jersey. He is now just enjoying life as it is, getting out there and catching a lot of stripers from what I hear. He has an absolutely tongue-slap-your-brains-out striper recipe with an Italian bent to it. But, of course, he's joining us on Rack and Fin this morning. Tony, how you doing? I'm awesome. How are you, Tom? Good. Now, fluke stripers, you kicked ass uh, this summer and fall, didn't you? I did. I did. It was a great fishing year. It was awesome. Tony, well, let's get to the stripers now. A lot of people say they, they only eat their striper fresh, they only eat their fluke or talk fresh, whatever, whatever. And uh, I, I'm a proponent, can't eat all, you know, eat all the time right away. We do the vacuum seal deal, and we've had fish four or five, six months that have been vacuum sealed. They seem fine. Your take on that, isn't it all about the care of the fish once it's out of the water? Yeah, it's about the care of the fish once it's out of the water, and it's about the size of the fish that you have. If you got a nice size striper, you want to make sure you bleed it first and get it on ice right away, mm-hmm. um, and then you have a good vacuum sealer, and you'll be able to keep that fish for about five or six months without a major loss of flavor, as long as you get a good seal on it. Right, Tony. The ideal, from a culinary point, the ideal size striper. Give me, give, give me a spread on inches there, as far as the best fillet. I always like the twenty-eight to thirty-four mm-hmm. fish. Like the the smaller size, um, you know. I mean, back before when you could catch the giant ones, I've I've caught some big ones and tried to eat them, and they they get a little fishy. Yep. Um, but the the smaller size, they're a little bit um, more mild, and they flake a little bit better, and they're not quite as uh, um, fibrous. Right now, tell also getting that that brown line, red line, any trace of that, getting that out is important. Correct. It's very important. Very important. That's the muscles that they use to swim for. Uh, migration mm-hmm. and and uh long distance swimming so it, they tend to ha- have a lot of uh, fishy flavor to it i so call it, get rid of that i call it a little tang to it we're speaking with <laughs> chef tony salzarillo former executive chef college of new jersey with a kick-ass striper recipe okay tone let's get into the recipe itself you have a couple of nice striper fillets and one fillet. what do we have tone let's get to it all right. Well, I wanted to give you a nice recipe to be easy but delicious and something uh, that would still be impressive. So you get yourself your nice striped bass fillet, um, portion it up into whatever size you want to eat. Usually it's somewhere between four and eight ounce portions. Take it, season it real nice with salt and pepper, um, and you get yourself a nice hot saute pan, a little bit of olive oil, and you sear that fish off. Medium high temperature, you want to get a good color on it. Uh-huh. Um, some people want to leave the skin on. Some people want to leave the skin off. Uh, I don't think it's a matter of personal preference. Um, if you like it with the skin, go for it. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's crispy. If you don't, don't well, worry about so it. So it has to be scaled, correct? <laughs> Definitely has to be scaled if, mm-hmm. you're, using, if you're leaving the skin on. I tell, well, I tell, uh-huh. If I got digress for a second, I ain't going to get a chance. The olive oil, virgin, extra virgin, what's the dealio? I use extra virgin because I like that flavor. I like that tang. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing with extra virgin is you got to make sure you don't get it too, too extremely hot. 
Okay. You want to keep Burns. it on medium high heat, medium mm-hmm. heat. Um, so you get your striped bass, you put it in the pan, you sear them nice, you get a nice color on those fillets. Uh, you take those fish out and you put it in a plate. And then in that pan, you take yourself some nice sliced garlic Ooh. and you toast it up. Uh, you get it light brown. And into that, you want to put some fresh diced tomatoes. Um, deglaze your pan with white wine, about four ounces of white wine mm-hmm. for each portion of fish. Um, reduce it down. Uh, you could put your fish back in there at that point. And then you want to add a little fresh herbs in it. If you got a little basil or a little rosemary, rosemary. Um, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that time of year, you know, mm-hmm. if, if you were to call me up and ask me for a good summertime striped bass recipe, it would be, you know, grilled with mango salsa or something, but it's getting <laughs> cold now. You know what I mean? That's right. So now, now we're going to go with something a little bit more comfortable. So you got your white wine, your garlic, your tomatoes, you're reducing it down. When it gets to be about halfway of what it was, you start, you put in a little butter in the pan. You put your striped bass in the pan. Uh, you bring it back up to the boil until the butter melts. Uh, if you got a thermometer, you just make sure that your fish is cooked. It's got to be above 145 degrees. So for the butter, um, uh, salted or uh, sweet, no salt? I like salted, mm-hmm. uh, but you can use sweet if you got a sodium issue or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you take that with your herbs. You put, uh, put your striped bass on a plate, and you pour the sauce over the top. Very simple. Oh, man. Very simple. If you want to get real fancy, you can take that same dish, um, and when you're reducing it down, you can put a little breadcrumb crust on your striper and throw it in the oven for five minutes and oh. get a little breadcrumb crust on it. Now, uh, that uh, same uh, nice sauce. Okay, in the oven, uh, under high broil, low broil, or bake. What do you think? What do you got? Just baked. Just, just bake, put it okay. in the oven around 350. Oh, uh, let yeah. the breadcrumbs cook for about five minutes. That would be like when you put the striped bass back in the in the sauce that you're reducing. Uh, same principle. It just gives that final cook on it, uh, and and you have a beautiful dish right there. So not to and be like not this. not to be a, a pest, but that's what the P and Tom P stands for. On the breadcrumbs, <laughs> Italian yeah. season, like for example, a progresso or something, or the rage has been for years now the the uh, Italian season panko. What do you prefer? I always prefer a panko. Was it lighter or something? The, if you're going to do that little breadcrumb crust on top, it's real easy to do. You lose a little bit of breadcrumbs, a little bit of the fresh herbs you're putting in with your fish, and a little tiny bit of olive oil. And after you sear off the fish and you start your sauce, you just put the fish back in the pan, sprinkle a little breadcrumbs right on top, throw it into the oven for another five minutes or so, and the breadcrumbs will cook up and toast up nice. Doggies, yeah. man. This sounds great. Well, Chef Tony, now what about a side to accompany this this mouth-watering sure. striper filet? What do you got? I was just getting into that. So for me, with a dish like this, you got the little Italian thing going on. You got a nice little sauce happening. So I always like to do it with something like an orzo pilaf. So you get yourself a little bit of orzo Oof. pasta, toast it up in olive oil, uh, salt, pepper, cook it, uh, water, cook it down, and then. Uh, Put that as your starch and a nice fresh saute of spinach. But the thing with spinach for me, if you're going to make a little sauteed spinach, I like to put a little extra vegetable in there. It gives some texture. It gives it some color and it removes some of that uh, strong iron flavor that right. you get sometimes with spinach. <laughs> so if you're going to cook a little sauteed spinach, I like to take a little julienne carrot, an onion and cook it with it or a little uh, fine sliced pepper. Red or you know sweet pepper, right. and red onion, and cook it with that, 
And then what you have is you have like the spinach, you have a little crunch of the vegetable, you have a little sweetness from the onions, and it just makes the texture of that vegetable pop. This so sounds, you got your striped bass uh, right on top of your orzo pilaf, you got your spinach dish, and you have a beautiful sauce that'll make it all come together. And I think that's a wonderful way to have a nice piece of striped bass this time of year. How's that? Forget the seven fishes, people. How's that for a Christmas Eve dinner? All you paisans oh, yeah. out there. <laughs> Tell me, what kind, of, what kind of dessert would you do with that, brother? Uh, for me, I, I would think a hearty dessert. You know, we're going a little Italians, and it's coming around the holiday season. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe a hunk of tiramisu, or you want to get yourself a nice uh, ganul. Cannoli. Ganul, so um, you said it right. He said it right. Yeah. Ganul. Sure. <laughs> yeah. you get yourself a nice ganul, and, and you're set to go. You got a, a beautiful dish. You got a nice sweet ending. Uh, and if you're drinking with that, which I usually am, uh, you want to have a nice full-bodied white wine or a light red. So if you're going the white wine route, I'd recommend, you know, a domestic Chardonnay, something like that. It's got a little bit of body to it. It's been in an oak barrel. Mm -hmm. uh, or a light red wine. So for a light red wine, uh, this is a perfect time of year for the Beaujolais Nouveau. That's the fresh uh, grapes from this particular season. Uh, that's the first wine of the year made from 2022 grapes. And uh, or you can go with like a Pinot Noir. You know, it's another light red wine. Um, as far as beer goes, I would stay away from the IPAs with this and go with something more like a lager if you're a beer guy. Yeah, there you go. Listen, it doesn't get any better than that. Tell my upper lip is coated in sweat. You got me too excited. This is great. <laughs> Executive Chef Tony Salzarulo. Now, listen, you can go to the podcast. Uh, go to my blog, 97.3 ESPN FM, or go to uh, Spotify, or go to you know, download the WPG Talk Radio app for this podcast. You can uh, hear, again, an incredible recipe. Chef Tony, thanks for joining us again. Short notice, that was a very, uh, again, very serendipitous meeting. And it was uh, yeah. it was great having you on Rack and Finn. Without a doubt, the greatest recipe we've had here in the 19 years on the air, bar none, when it comes to the stripers. You take care, Chef. And by the way, how are your uh, Christmas plans? Everything good? Everything is great. I have the opportunity to spend my Christmas with my 22-year-old son this year. He's back home for a little bit, and we're celebrating Christmas and rooting for the Mets because he's a graphic designer for the Mets. Oh, there we go, man. <laughs> hey, I go back to the Jerry Kuzman days. Oh, I'm showing my age. Right. Kuzman and Caesar, Jerry Grody, Ed Crane. Yeah, oh, my, my God. Leon. Oh, what was it? Uh, Leon. Was it Leon Jones? Who was that? Or Tommy Agee? Cleon Jones. Oh, man. I remember oh, yeah. That. Well, I was an yeah, Oriole. I was, I was an Oriole fan, and they kicked our asses. So, on that note, I got to go. <laughs> Tony, you take care, brother. Be good. You Merry Christmas. Care. Happy Thank New you Year. Very much. Merry Christmas. See you. That was a kick-ass stripe rep. Hey, man, we're going to be revisiting. It's coming up in three weeks. Wildwood Fishing and Boating Gas Show. Coming up, Jerry Vessels. Show promoter with some uh, more info on this incredible event. Grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Fox News, I'm Carmen Roberts. A U.S. appeals court rejects efforts by Republican-led states to keep Title 42 COVID immigration rules from expiring next week. Some Capitol Hill lawmakers say they've been told by Border Patrol that as many as 50,000 migrants are waiting to cross into the U.S. when Title 42 expires. Fox says Jill Nato. The violent storm system that spun up tornadoes, blizzards, and feet of snow is over. But another storm system appears 
on to be on their way just in time for Christmas. Snow is going to break out first in the northern Rockies on Wednesday and then overspread the central U.S. Then intense snow all across the eastern half of the country Thursday into Friday and right on into the weekend. Fox weather meteorologist Kendall Smith, temperatures across the plains may drop 10 to 20 degrees below average. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. While the mainly clear sky heading into the overnight hours will get down to a low of 33 degrees. A good deal of sunshine throughout the day on Saturday. There will be a chilly breeze at times, a high around 46. Partly cloudy for Saturday night, a low down to 27. And still that gusty breeze at times into Sunday with a partly sunny sky. A little chillier Sunday's high closer to 40. I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Brian Thompson on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack. Back and Finn Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 21 days from today. The Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo gets underway at that beautiful Wildwood Convention Center down there. It is going to be an outstanding show. Now, last week we had on Jerry Vessels, the promoter. Every week we're going to be just a little teaser, a little teaser there. It's going to be worth the wait. It's going to be worth the run. And it, Listeners, um, but one free parking too for Tom P. Oh, and there's going to be food there. Oh, that's a double win for Tom P. Just only a few dollars to get in, and it's sold out. Jerry said he added some more booth space. How he did this, the guy's a Svengali, he's like a wizard on how he did it. Sold those out too. It's a sold out Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo. Hey, Jer, congratulations yet again, little brother. Thank you, Tommy. Good morning, brother. We How want, are you today? Good, good. Want to keep it going, Jerry. Some teasers. Get the people wired, fired, otherwise inspired to get dinner. Exit four right in to Wildwood. Jerry, you have, uh, you so, I don't know how you came up with more boot space vessels. I don't know how you did it, but you did it. And at the call, got the message, Tom P. sold those out too. So, Jerry, you have a cross the board spectrum. Fishing, boating, some ancillary stuff and they're involved with both fishing and boating, marine stuff. You got it knocked, little brother. Yes, sir, Tommy. We're we're A to Z, buddy. We have everything from inshore, offshore, electronic, lighting, uh, custom fabrications. You need a new dash panel, carbon fiber, we got you covered. How about some new uh, starboard custom fabrication? Got you covered. You need pipe work? We got you. Outriders? We got them. We, we have it all, Tom, plus all your basic bread-and-butter tackle from, you know, your $25 combos up to your G. Loomis, custom rods. You want that beautiful offshore set? We got you covered. That's it. Jerry, uh, people are talking about this. And you know me, Jerry, I'm up and down the coast, east, west, north, south, and uh, especially Cape, Atlantic County area, Cumberland County. They're talking about the show. Listen, you're going to get some great deals here. As good, if not better, and far more selection, newer stuff, than you're going to get at any one of the fishing flea markets. Not, not, not knocking the flea markets, but, but I mean, this expo is it. But, Joe, what has me fascinated, again, you have Nikki Hanaszewski's, uh, actually not a local celebrity. Nikki's known worldwide. God bless him. Good, good man. Good man. But, Jerry, you have also um, other pros, experts, giving some seminars. That seminar series looks pretty good. Listen, that alone, that alone is worth the price of admission. Jerry, go to some of those seminars, brother. Well, we got, as you already stated, we have Nick. Nick's going to be doing a lot of touching on some local topics, 
different techniques that have worked for him. And if they work for him, they're going to work for us because he's a local guy fishing local waters. Right. You know, so, I mean, that that is just a natural fit. Then we have Captain Tom Daffin from the Fishing Fever, who Tom, again, has been featured on different TV programs. Oh, yeah. He's been in all the magazines. Tom's got some world records under his belt. Tom, Tom is no joke. You know, all across the board, I think he's one of the best in Cape May County, <laughs> if not the state of New Jersey. Oh, yeah. He's doing a seminar on fluking. Uh, we have the New Jersey State Police doing Excuse some Excuse me a jokes. second. Excuse me a second. Listen, people. Like Captain Bob Cope, I'm full ahead right next to Daffin. Daffin doesn't Daffin doesn't deal in doormats. Daffin deals in area rugs. You want oh, area yeah. rug flounder? Daffin is the man, the one, the guy that says, "Okay, Joe, go in with this uh, with the Coast Guard, please." Go ahead, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, actually, it's the state police. Oh, the state Jersey police, state police is going to be on hand, and these guys are great to work with. They're out there for us, which you know some people may beg to differ, but. They they do a lot to help us, and they're going to be doing a, a simple boating do's and don'ts and things to, to keep you safe and keep you out of trouble on the water, which was, again, and they're going to have some handouts and and uh, giveaways. We also have G-Winter Sailing Center is going to put on a little seminar for introductions, introductory sailing. Okay, which, oh, cool. Which I, I know it's something different, but yep. guess what? With what's in the recent local news, you know, about them guys that went missing on their sailboat. And they, yeah. luckily, grace of God, they were found. 200 miles out, man. <laughs> what oh. was the chance of that? <laughs> they should have made a left turn of Albuquerque. That's, like, that, that's so. like finding Tom Peter Weight Watchers meeting. <laughs> oh, man. Like I said, you, you can't get much more lucky than them two gentlemen are, so. Jerry, and I, I spoke to some of the exhibitors, and they are pumped. They are excited, and I understand you're still getting calls. Listeners, it's going to be January 7th, January 8th at the Wildwood Convention Center, the Wildwood Fishing and Boating Expo. But, Jerry, for the exhibitors to be locked up like this and pumped, that, that speaks volumes, man. Oh, Tom, we've got exhibitors from, obviously, New Jersey. we got them coming from Connecticut. We have them coming from Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware. We're all in the tri-state area here, and uh, again, we we have you covered. And even one of our seminars is going to be M3 Tackle doing a how-to on, you know, the fluke spoons exploded, especially oh, for yeah. the guys that are going up north, getting them talking about area rugs. These things are, are full wall-to-wall carpet they're catching up in, <laughs> in uh, New Hampshire there. Yeah. But they use a lot of this tackle in doing so, mm-hmm. and, and – uh, He's going to put on a nice product demonstration and, and how-to with some videos and everything else. So we we not only have some celebrities up there to make you feel good to get a picture with them, we've also got you covered as far as techniques and how-to and, and actually how to work it. And that's one of the great things about the Wildwood Expo is that you do have the time to meet and talk yep. to people and and learn how to use the products that you're going to be buying and, and put in your tackle box instead of just throwing it in the tackle box. And in four years, when you clean out your tackle box, you throw it in the trash. <laughs> he knows me too well, people. Well, Jerry, listen, uh, go, go into your admission price, please. Admission prices, it's 7 bucks, Tom, for adults. That's, and then from, for oh my God. children, it's $3. And mm-hmm. that's 6 to 13 Five and under is free. So, I mean, for your cost of admission, you're getting 
free seminars. We've got close to 100 booth vendors, the different boat vendors, eight different boat vendors, right, free parking, right. free seminars, free Yeti 65 giveaway. Plus, there'll probably be some other door prizes thrown in there. Uh, again, and, yep. and everything A to Z, Tommy, all under one roof. Well, listeners, too, remember a show, especially if this one kicks off. This is the first show of the year in the Northeast. Okay, and this is a bona fide show. Again, it's not a flea market setup. This is the real deal. Uh, there's specials all over the place. The boats, the tackle. This is the real deal, make a deal time. And you're going to find tackle on sale that will come, come April, come May when that flounder season is about to start. Man, I should have bought it at the expo. I saw that last year, Jer. Oh, yeah. Well, it was past year, rather. Yeah, yeah. I passed. Okay, Don Parr, okay. <laughs> I passed up on something. Yeah. Uh, it'll be the same. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up with that? Show special, Pags. You missed it. Oh, he got me. <laughs> and the, the other thing, Tom, like what you're talking about there, Don at Canyon Reels, he's Oof. excellent. You know, the stuff is, is remarkable quality, mm -hmm. all made here in the U.S., right in New Jersey. We have the, again, from your $25, $30 combo for your bread and butter guy that comes down on the weekends, wants to take his kid to the dock and, and wet a line to the guy who is, is hardcore going offshore. We have it. We have the, the custom spreader bars. We have the back bay fluke rigs. We, we've just got this it all. Tom, yeah. And it's like you said, stock up now, okay, put your hands on something instead of hitting enter. Okay. <laughs> and Hey, do, what, what, what do you say to do it in January, uh, buy in January, on the water by June? Oh, you're messing it all up. Man. Uh -oh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Come on, Jared, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's jump in in January, be boating by June. You got it. Okay. And that is just very evident in today's world. So, Listen, to Saturday, January 7th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sunday, January 8th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., yeah, here's the deal on both days, especially in the morning. Plan to get there early. So lovely Deemer and I, wow, let's, let's stop for some breakfast. Whatever. Get there. The freaking line is all the way down the steps. I said, Jerry, you're killing me. <laughs> I mean, you, I, you you had them lined up, man. That was great. It's it's a great feeling when you look out there and you see people smiling, Tom. Yep. Like I, In my daily job, I'm fortunate enough to be helping people every day when I get up and go to work. And then when I put this show on and I see people happy and genuinely like enthused and, and saying like, yes, it, it's just a great feeling. Yeah, okay. Listeners again, January 7th, 9 a.m., 5 p.m., the Sunday, January 8th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Parking is free. Jerry, give that website. People want more information or Facebook. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? It's Expo Fishing Wildwood. Uh, dot com. I'm sorry, expofishingwildwood.com. We have a Facebook page. It's Wildwood Fishing Boating Expo. Uh, Instagram, Wildwood Fishing Boating Expo. We're all over the place. We're in Fisherman Magazine this this week again. Yep. We're all the local radio stations. We've even gone outside the local area because, again, we're, we're bringing yep. vendors in from out of state. Why not bring in visitors from out of state and listen, to showcase and, what we have? Check it out. Vessels, you've been here. There's a chair over there in the corner with GV on it with a date. So you will be in the Rack of Finn Ritter ESPN Task Room Media Studio pretty soon, little brother. We'll, we'll, we'll rock it out then. I am looking forward to it, Tommy. Then we're going to go right down the street and get some 
Okay, Jerry. Talk to you, man. Best of the fam. Oh, by the way, by the way, one of your daughters is already driving. What's up with that? Yes, I, I I don't know, Tom. It it kind of yesterday she was in third, fourth grade, and now she's a senior. She's graduating. She wants to be a doctor, which I'm hopefully that means she'll take care of me by <laughs> buying a big boat that you know I can use. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing. She just turned eighteen. She's driving. Wow. She hasn't. You know, hasn't hit anyone yet that I know of, so. That's pure vessels, people. <laughs> okay, Jerry, I'll see you in a couple of weeks, man. You take care. Thank you, Tommy. Have a great day, see you, brother. brother. Again, another teaser, long and lengthy teaser on air Saturday, January 7th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sunday, January 8th, 9 a.m., 2 p.m. Wildwood Fishing and Boating. So grab that cup, grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Healthy life. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I do it for this week on a Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Remember, go to the RFA website, go to Association of Jersey Rifle and Pistol Club's website, get involved with that, get those letters off, and get things at least, you know, at least be heard. Is it gonna do any good? Who knows? And again, remember, stocking stuff for time. If you did your Christmas shopping, again, I just I just picked up my two rechargeable hand warmers. My heated seats are on order right here at Batteries Plus. I should be picking them up this week. And again, those batteries for your trails, came everything power. Batteries Plus has it. 900 Tilton Road, Suite 3 in Northfield, and 1215 Route 73 in Mount Laurel. Yeah, Tom P., time for that exterior to get a new battery. Check this out. This is I'm going to drop it next door. Come in, do the program, do some voiceovers, whatever. I'm going to go back in half hour, 45 minutes. There's going to be a new battery. They'll take the old battery. Dispose of that, install a new battery at a beyond reasonable price. How can you beat that? Getting the batteries. Plus, mentioned Rack and Fin Radio, get a 15% discount. Shout out to Scott Spencer and the Farrah over here. Great crew. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders. And God bless law enforcement. A lot of stuff still going. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold. But, man, a lot of stuff going on. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio.